Okay, let's start a slightly different subject. It's kind of linked to the previous series of episodes on Get A Better Broadcast Podcast and Voice Over Voice. I'm Peter Stewart, Tweeter Stewart on Twitter, T-W-E-T-E-R-S-T-E-W-A-R-T. But it does move things on a little bit. We're talking about what happens when things do go wrong in the studio. I mean, the number one rule is never swear anywhere near a studio because by keeping to that, the chances of you swearing on air are greatly minimised. Yes, it may be a recorded voiceover booth or it may be a podcast situation where you can edit things out afterwards until the time you forget to do an edit. It's not just main studios that have microphones and the ability to go live. Many production booths where producers answer phones or they have a a talkback system between the gallery and the main studio, they can also have microphones. They can also go live, even if internally within a suite of studios. Sometimes they can go to air, so don't let down your guard at all. And anyway, no one's going to be too bothered if you don't swear, but some people may be bothered if you do. And why draw attention to you tripping or slipping over your words? Which brings me on to live read fluffs. Sometimes you simply get something wrong. It might be your fault because you misread the copy or someone else's because their mistake wasn't seen in time. If you know, as you say it, that something is wrong, an immediate correction is best. That should be 42,000 in a live news situation. Or... I'm sorry, that should be Watford Football Club. If you just slightly trip up over a word, usually it's best just to carry on as though nothing much has happened. Only in the most serious of stories where a mispronunciation would render the story incomprehensible should you apologise. On most occasions, dismiss the fault immediately and move on with the same tone of voice as before. If you sound worried or thrown off your stride, the listener is likely to take it more seriously as well. Don't forget, many trip-ups come from speaking too fast. So if you're not live, the first step might be just to take a breath, reset, slow down, breathe, smile and concentrate. That's for live read fluffs, but what about recorded fluffs? No need to keep apologising profusely if you slip up over a word in a recording session. There's no need to point it out or give a running commentary of what happened. Everyone knows you've done it. Just stop, take a breath, start over again at the beginning of the sentence or phrase in which you made that mistake. Make sure when you do so that you keep the melody, the pitch, the pace, the tone the same so there's a flow in the edit. I'm sorry, let's go again on that. Is fine. Episode 618 for more advice on this topic. Sometimes people will do a perfect record and then near the end of the session say, I'm sorry, that was rubbish, can I do it again? And there's a balancing act, isn't there, between wanting to give your very best performance and giving a few versions for the client to listen to and choose from or edit together and coming across as lacking confidence. Try not to convince other people that you're not as good as deep down you know you are. Do smile. Don't whine. Is that okay? Or snivel. Uh, This doesn't usually happen. Show you're a pro with no drama. I mean, apart from the drama if you're doing animation or gaming acting, but you know what I mean. We all have good days and bad days, but the trick is not to let the studio staff know which is which. Try and identify why you're having an off day if you are and try and fix it. 
It may be that there's underlying stress that you have to dig deep to identify, say, having to do the home decorating this weekend that you're not looking forward to. Or it may be really obvious that cat was sick on the carpet just now. But whatever it is, make sure that you're cool, you're confident, and you come over as competent. Because after this series of podcasts, you know that you are. From London, I'm Peter Stewart. Bye. Bye. Bye.